Go. Yes, we are live. All right. So welcome to SEO Happy Hour Season Therapy, uh, how a lot of SEO professionals like to call this. Uh, my name is Adriana Vujadin. I am SEO manager and coach for SEO professionals. My purpose with uh, SEO Happy Hour and uh, it looks like with my life is actually to help SEO professionals to handle their challenges in more easiest way with ease and grace. So that is something that we will do uh, today with Eva, Eva Jovanovic. She's my uh, she's my guest, Rumi, my neighbor, country neighbor. So um, all of the above. Yeah, a lot beyond and above. So um, actually, I'm so happy to to do this with you because I know you like from uh, from from it was like in March. Yeah. This year, basically, yeah. I met you at conference, and I was blown away how you are handling conferences, like networking. Like I was just like, oh, I need to learn this from this girl. <laughs> so you have teach me a lot, actually. So thank you so much for this. I'm honored. And thank you for being my buddy in conferences. That is also an honor. So let's start. So today yeah. we will talk about you, who you are, your SEO journey, and then we will talk about the most important topic on conference is actually how to grab a swag. So welcome. Thank you, officially. Yeah, so I'm Eva. Uh, I am the head of SEO at the agency called Made Online. And I'm also the speaker coordinator for an IT conference, HeapCon in Belgrade. Uh, well, for my journey, I like started, um, it's been seven to eight years now. I, time is relative for me right now. So uh, I started as a con as a social media manager, then a content writer. Then I got into SEO with the help of my mentor at one uh, job that I had. And from there on, I like learned a lot from him. He mentored me with all the things he needed. He then, uh, left the company, leaving me in charge of everything. Uh, so it was quite a journey for me to get into learning everything uh, about SEO and do everything and then get somebody to uh, be my junior to teach them as well. And uh, so that's been like a couple of years now since then. Uh, and I've grown with uh, grown a lot. Now I have my own team of uh, SEOs, editors, content writers. It's been like a full switch around. <laughs> All right. So in these early stages and when you were working with uh, your mentor, like what kind of the challenges you faced like on daily basis? Well, it was like uh, it was my own, there were my own personal challenges of me getting out of my comfort zone and uh, getting out of my head basically because uh, I had a great mentor who wanted me to do things my way. But I didn't know that I want to do things my way. I wanted to do it like, you know, a drawn way, a certain way that is the industry standard or whatever. I wanted to like have directions on how, what, when, when to deliver. I really wanted to like be just like very narrow when how I would do it. And he was quite opposite. So uh, it was uh, difficult navigating uh, how to uh, deliver something. Being unsure, I was also like really unsure about how I was doing things because I wasn't in SEO. And I should have mentioned this. I actually come from an art history background, so I had nothing to do with marketing whatsoever in my college or afterwards. I just I worked three years in a museum and then switched to working agencies with content and then this. So it was really difficult for me to be like, yes, yes, I I did it like this. No, I was I always wanted to be like, just tell me how to do it so I can learn how to do it. And he always insisted of me doing it how I think she should do it. And I was always the one who was afraid of giving the wrong answer, even though there are now wrong answers. So it took a month or so of him trying to kill me for not uh, wanting to do things my way, for me to try start doing things my way uh, with the simple tasks, you know, and everything. So um, it was quite difficult, but it's also exciting because uh, then I really like got out of my shell, you know, and started like, oh, okay, I, I really know how to do this. So I can't do it my own way, you know. 
Yeah, and you mentioned wrong answers, and I think this is something that SEO people are facing a lot on daily basis, especially talking with the yes. clients, if you are in agency or if you are in consulting world, or just like in-house talking with your managers, with other team members, because we are so afraid to say something which is kind of like wrong but there is no wrong it's just like the way how we think or just like yeah. asking some clarification like uh for some questions so how to actually advise people who are so afraid of giving a wrong answer to be in this stage that we know there is no wrong answer like i mean it's um i think it's just about uh, for me it was really about just trying to get out of my head, you know. I was really just about um, trying to listen to the environment instead of going a certain way. So, like, maybe the best advice is just close all those tabs of you, how to do SEO, how to do keyword research, how to do anything, and just start with your own way of things, start start your own thing start like your own google sheet well you just pull out topics and then go from it because you know once you do uh, something from scratch by yourself without looking at any online videos or any online articles that's when you can honestly get out of that and figure out that there are really no wrong answers for you just like certain your approach because every seo and this is like what people should know every seo has their own approach so like you can't exactly give a wrong or right answer you just give a different way of looking at it yeah that's so true and it really helps to actually be present in that moment and like do actual task because like yeah. what we are so afraid is just like being and thinking about like so many different tasks uh, requirements that we have to do and just like thinking and then we are being overwhelmed not about our tasks actual tasks like we are being overwhelmed by our thoughts yeah like the energy level is just like dropping like we are having so many stress. panic mode how panic wait mode. i don't know how to do this yeah and then like when you start actually working on this you realize like it hasn't been like so hard as i thought so yeah let, let's do something like additional or like check yeah like for example my own keyword set table has evolved uh from you know what i took from my mentor as his template to me making something that was uh, based off of his but also had some some of my imprints to just making my own you know i mean there you know some things match of course because you have to have certain data points in the table but uh it's in my own way now i organize it how i think it's logical for me doesn't mean it will make sense for somebody and of course, if when I'm giving it out to clients or external sources, I have to accommodate that. But I also have, you know, my own way of making it. And that is okay, because that's how I can quickly and fast get the data, get the keywords, get the volumes and stuff like that. So it's really, you know, important to um, have, uh, have to learn how to do it your own way, not the industry standard because they're like for everything there are templates there are those approaches there are ways of doing it but until you do it your own way until you know uh, the gist of what the task is and how to approach the task then you won't be able to do it yeah yeah that's right and i i just keep forgetting that my notes here because you this is like the, the actually the, the topic that has been mentioned again and that is actually your mentor so as a person who had a mentor like in my first uh year i realized the power of mentor is huge so definitely like having him like for uh, two years increased my seo journey just like significantly so if we can talk now about the importance uh about the having mentor especially when you are in the early stage of the seo career especially when you're not from the marketing world at all or any you know when you're going in blank it's really important because uh, before i got to that job i like knew some basics i went to a course on um, udemy uh, you know i mean a good course but uh, it just goes through everything and i read a lot of articles about what the seo is because writing content made me interested in 
uh, what SEO is. So I, I had like the the readings, the listenings, the videos, but uh, it wasn't that. Like when I started doing it, that was completely different. And when I go back, when I went back to listen to the video of the course that I went, I was like, oh yeah, yeah, that, this is what I was doing. Yeah, I, I couldn't connect what he was telling in the course to what was supposed to be done. So it's really important to have somebody by your side to guide you when you cl when you enter like a dead stop, because you will, everybody will. It's a natural uh, way of learning. It's natural progress that you hit a dead end at some point with something. And when you're alone, hitting that a dead end means probably, you know, very much anxiety, maybe some depression, maybe some even mental breakdown, depends on how you handle it. It can be really, really overwhelming when you hit the dead end with that, without somebody to tell you, it's good, it's good. Let's see the dead end. Let's see why you hit it. And let's like try to like break the, break, to basically break the wall, you know? And like for me, honestly, because I was doing a lot of reading and listening before and I got like simple just sense you know of what seo can be but it at that point it was just like oh you just do keywords long tail keywords okay when i started doing it actually with the with my mentor it was a completely different world and we had like one-on-one -on -one working sessions uh, i had homework <laughs> of sorts yeah. and uh, it was really uh very helpful and i don't think I would have been able to get, get to a, through at least half of it without him, honestly. Yeah, and definitely increase the, the the confidence that we are lacking so much in the first years because basically even when we finish something, we are not sure like is this good enough? Like, do we need to add more? Like, uh, like even like is it like the base of it? Is it is it good? Especially when it comes to like technical things, like technical check-ins. Oh, so, yeah it's it's so needed someone to tell me just like yeah it's okay yeah and just like yeah just continue just yeah like you need the on. acknowledgement and you need the reassurance that you're doing a good job because when you're alone you don't know where you're at and even if it's bad you also need that feedback as well to know yeah. that you need to scratch it and go again because if if you're by yourself without any mentor you will be going through it and if it were bad you would not know and you would go all the way just you know maybe even have a disturbance in how you learn things because it, it won't something more to end up and if you're good you would need the reassurance like okay i know what i'm doing i i'm 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 on my on the right track i'm on my right way to getting there you know so you definitely need the feedback and the acknowledgement of uh when you finish something that it's good or it's not you know it's really important to have that by your side especially in the early steps and especially if you have no literal knowledge of anything or how anything works because diving through everything by yourself i mean there are resources you can do it but i think like um, mentally it's better if you have somebody by your side to help you out you know to uh, guide you when you hit a stop or to tell you no 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 forget that go back or something yeah i think it's it's great for for I think for any sides, definitely yep. for mental because you will have that kind of like support, but even like for your progress, because your SEO journey will progress significantly, then you have someone to lead you like, hey, do this, like don't do this or something like that. So basically you're just like uh, uh, jumping on the next steps and like yeah. you are on the right path. It's like basically leveling up in a game mm -hmm. you have to get through and sometimes you get stuck and you know you need to find the way back and sometimes you would ask somebody for help if you're really stuck in a game you know or any, any anywhere in life is cool <clears throat> and anything you do you really very often need somebody to help you with uh something whether it's one aspect or one step or just like one teeny tiny thing you still need the help to be able to get the full picture and to get the full process out yeah and then we came to next very hard thing to do is to ask for help yeah <laughs> that that was yeah i mean whenever i got stuck i really because i had like a really great mentor so whenever i got stuck i wasn't scared to ask questions uh me two years me of two years before that period would have been hella scared to ask anything in fact 
in the previous company, I was scared to ask anything, uh, even if it might help me. I just, I just had like the opinion you know, that if I ask something, I show that I don't know and I show like that I'm not capable of doing it. Whereas in the next company, and when I, where I had my mentor, uh, he, he had a different approach when he was working with me. So I knew I could ask him. You know, I knew I could ask him anything and that was really helpful in a lot of situations because there are a lot of things that I didn't get because coming from some from a background that is just doing social media and content, you know, and even before uh, working in the museum, it's it's all new to me. I didn't know anything about programming, didn't know anything about SEO or anything. So it was really, especially for the technical things. Uh, for me to be able to ask him, you know, when we migrate website, what is this? Or when we do uh, technical analysis, how do I do this? It was really important for me to be able to ask him and for him to answer. And he always get, got, uh, half of the time, I would get insightful answers that were like really thorough. Half of the time, I would just get hints mm-hmm. as to make me explore it on my own as well. Which yeah. is also good, you know. It's very good because he's there to help you, but he's also there to navigate you. So you find because you you feel more great, uh, happy, and grateful and acknowledged when you find the answer yourself. Yeah, you know, and it, you are definitely uh, developing your uh, skills in the researching yeah. and like finding yeah. the, the all these things. So I, I love that approach. Um, yeah. And doesn't matter like from which background you're you you are coming. I think in the SEO world or like any industry that you are working on, um, in the first few years, like definitely. But even like when you are uh, growing in the corporate ladder, like it's it's not important to just ask for help. It's kind of like even responsibility because if you don't know something and like probably you didn't find any resource to resolve mm-hmm. your issue. Uh, I'm feeling that kind of like, yeah, definitely I'm responsible to let someone know that I don't know how to do this. Yeah. So uh, uh, I think people are just thinking like, yeah, they will think that uh, I'm like stupid or like they will think that I don't know, like they will fire me or something like that. But in, in the reality is actually totally opposite because all team members love to be asked so they oh, yeah. can like provide some help. Like there is there is no kind of like better feeling when you know that you help someone and actually for me i do better mentoring and better communication with my team members if they ask me questions because i don't know what they know or they don't know and with questions i can you know tailor the approach there you know and the more specific question the better you know because we can go into it and like i know when I was running out, I was trying to, I was always asking specific questions because that's the areas I was, you know, failing at. And now when somebody comes to me with a specific question, I'm like, oh, yes. Whereas when I'm doing, uh, when I'm onboarding somebody or teaching somebody, uh, I have like, you know, the document and I go through everything. But uh, I always feel like, I don't know, maybe they knew this, maybe they didn't. Maybe I should have skipped them one more of this. And it's always best if like, and I always tell my team members and everybody anywhere, just stop me and ask a question. It's much better for you to stop me of, of me going blah, 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 of things you know, and ask me a question, specific question that you need and that you will need to use for work instead of letting me just go with the basics. You might have known yeah. the basics, you might, you know, you might have not. So, you know, best to stop me and let, you know, drive the questions in and uh, tailor, I can tailor the uh, onboarding or the mentoring or whatever it is uh, towards that level of knowledge. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Basically the same, like I'm always encouraging my team to actually, if there is something on their like task, regular tasks that I can help them to be like more efficient to like, to uh, move the barrier they have, like, I would be more happy to do that for them than just yeah. like being like stuck in their like days and like they can move because like they are so stuck. Yeah. But what is happening in their heads and also what happened in my head when I started uh, is actually that you can't think that asking questions, asking for help is actually something good and something that you are providing like, okay, this level I know to your manager, can you help me? Figure, uh, help me figure out this another part. Yeah. And being uh, on this uh, side as a manager, that helps me like hugely when I see like, okay, you don't know this, like let's figure out this and let, let's move on. So 
really i don't know like who is listening uh, this but definitely like asking for help asking questions is helping you but also is helping the another uh, person who is on the another side your manager team member that your client just like to make that clarification to put and set some expectations so you are on the same page so it's not about actually you you don't know something it's about like being or uh, even like professional and taking that responsibility like let's fix this like by just like asking simply questions or like for any assistance yeah it's beneficial for all sides and yeah. it's beneficial to know and maybe like this happens also somebody asks you a question you're not sure of and like if you're a senior at a company they'll be like huh something i don't know and i can go you know research it or somebody asks a question that you know the answer then they follow up with another question that makes you wonder hmm that may be possible especially with uh technical things and stuff like that you know the uh, people people each person thinks dif different way so uh another person's perspective might even help you deepen your knowledge or change your perspective or change your approach it's very questions are beneficial in so many ways that they're you know even for juniors meteors seniors clients managers agencies in-houses freelancers anybody you know uh questions from all sides are good for people to see a different perspective, hear a different opinion, or make just be like, hum, didn't think of it that way. Yeah, and progress with the work on the kind of like yeah. more advanced level because yeah. questions are kind of like also the, the first step of brainstorming how we can do something yeah. like better. All right, so now we really want to move to the conferences, like that's your thing. So first, let me know how everything started and how you are keeping mm -hmm. up with all these conferences and also you are traveling to Lisbon. Uh, In three days. Uh, how you are keeping up with all these. So tell us, tell us the secret. How to keep up. Oh, uh, last year, uh, mid year, I made a Google sheet with the list. And not just because I wanted to go to them, because uh, I do uh, speaker management for HeapCon, so I really wanted to have a sheet of me uh, looking out for conferences that might be interesting, or just like keep in touch with the trends, with the uh, speakers, with the companies, everything. But uh, everything basically started because um, I was basically all those years ago while I was still at college, I didn't like going to like meet meetups, events, or conferences even that was just like what am i going to do there and especially in the world of art history you don't have that many conferences to go to and if you go a lot it's a closed community so people know each other so you're always feeling left out on the side so like i just tried it out and didn't think it was for me and then uh, one of my friends uh, found a volunteering opportunity i did a lot of volunteering during uh, college and basically I was like, sure, why not? And she's like, it's a conference. I'm like, sure, why not? And um, I really was like in between. I applied, I got through, I was the volunteer, but um, it was, uh, I had an exam that day. So I was going to go from my exam. So it was really like an overwhelming day. And I wasn't sure if I wanted to go. But then I was like, made a commitment. I'm not going to back out. I'm not the kind of person. So I'll just go and do it and whatever. Ended up being the best experience of my entire life, basically, at that point. Uh, it was a conference called Vox Days Belgrade. And uh, it was so great. The people that were organizing the conference were so great. It indeed were wonderful. The speakers were wonderful. And I had the best experience ever for three days. And then they organized another conference the year later. I was like, hell yeah, I'm going to volunteer again. <laughs> and and then the next year, and then the next year, and the next year. And I finally like joined the team to help them organize conferences. And at that point, I was like, I'm organizing conferences. I should go to some. And uh, being from Serbia, we don't have many conferences, especially in the S. There are no SEO conferences here, just IT conferences in a certain number. I wanted to, uh, I've been following, for example, Brighton SEO online for a while, and I really wanted to go. And I also found out Women in Tech have a conference because I'm part of the community. And I also wanted to go, but it, it was, you know, uh, expensive to get a visa, to get travel and everything, accommodation and stuff like that. 
and uh, I got the tickets and I just like I got I got the tickets I got the visa and I was like wow and then I was like okay I'm going I guess so I went to London and then went to Brighton and then went to a conference that I also wanted to go for several years which is Texylvania in Romania then uh, I went to a lot of local conferences here and you know and then again to Brighton and uh, it was really hard to keep track but I do have a, a good management system and everything and my company so I can go uh, and uh, it's really you know I love it I definitely love it it's so good to go networking it's so good to listen to the talks it's so good just to be there even if it's locally or if it's an international one, especially international ones are great because you know I get to meet a lot of people. So um, yeah, that's how I basically started started volunteering. Then I was like, I'll organize it. They're like, I'll tend. Yeah, and uh, the biggest question is when you are alone at these conferences, like how to start networking, how to start talking, because. We are so afraid to like go somewhere and like ask something for people. Like we are thinking that people will be bored by us. We don't want to be like too aggressive, but that's like, Yeah. So what's kind of like the first steps to go and networking with people? Well, basically uh, organizing a conference helped me with this because I was one of the people who didn't want to come up to a random person and be like, hi, I'm alone, I'm new or whatever. Let's meet. Uh, but uh, seeing, you know, uh, seeing the conference uh, with, uh, in another angle, which is from the organizer side, and it, it was like the first organized uh, first conference I helped organize was all uh, in here in Belgrade during COVID. So uh, networking just happened because everybody was missing people. So uh, you know, seeing that kind of our community click and talk to everyone. And then come to you was really like helped me like yeah people like to network they come to the conferences to network even to just say like hey, great hair because a couple of years before that I uh, did a volunteer for a con uh, for HipCon as well and uh, Martin Split was on, at the conference we all know the name and basically uh i was like you know uh i didn't know who he was at uh, specifically at the time of course i was i heard of him but i was new to the seo world but one of my friends was like oh look that dude has this uh, colorful hair just like yours at that time i think he had purple and green where i whereas i had orange and blue or purple maybe. <laughs> i'm not sure and i was like yeah and he was like go talk to him you know like and i'm like what am i gonna say the hair dude and I was like, okay <laughs> And I came to him, was like, I love your hair. He's like, I love yours. What, what colors are you doing? What colors? And we started talking about hair, then move on to different things, then move on to SEO. I was like, oh, you're at Google. Yeah, yeah, that's where I know you're from. And it was wonderful. And really helped me, you know, see that people would, I mean, I know I would appreciate it if somebody came to me and said like, oh, cool hair, or I like your style or something. It's just like the small things. But if, if you see a person, that and you like something on that person or you just want to say hi it, i know like from my perspective when people do that to me i'm like yes hi thank you and then <laughs> got me to wonder i mean if i like this people like this i am people aren't i people like this then so uh it really helped me you know the volunteering part and the one the conferences we did uh, during covid and then like my first solo conference was 2020 two yeah and i you know it was here in belgrade and i came to the conference i was like okay i don't know anybody i'll just be you know just mingle see if anybody and then i start talking to somebody then to somebody then to somebody you know and it just happens you know because people are there and you get to discuss a lot of things so my advice on that is Go to the person and say what you think about, say what you're thinking, whether it's to compliment the hair, the T-shirt, the or just like to be, you know, anything. For example, a random thing that happened like this weekend since I was out with one of my speakers at HeapCon, he was wearing a Kotlin shirt. Kotlin is a programming language for those not in the IT world. And we were at a party and a guy, completely random Serbian guy, he is Dutch, 
And this random Serbian guy on porches is like, oh, I'm doing Kotlin as well. And they bond. Oh it's God. that random. You can approach a person literally with anybody, anything. A person will be happy to talk about because if they have something on themselves or you've heard them talk about something they are passionate about, so you can come forward with them. And yeah, it's it's it, it can be that random, you know. Yeah, yeah. Basically, when I started kind of like this networking, basically I saw a person. It was Jack from Condor. So I was there and said like, hey, Jack, you're the first one. I'm practicing how to network at conferences. <laughs> and he laughed. And basically, so whenever you don't know like how to approach someone uh, at conferences, go tell that you are practicing networking. Go tell yeah. something about here. Notice anything. Anything works. Anything like you just you 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 just approach it you're a friendly person you approach him and say hi i saw you <laughs> i wanted to meet you i'm new to this i have no idea what to say because i've had a girl at uh, brighton in september uh she was part of the women in tech but she didn't know anybody she it was her first time i think attending brighton as well, as well. and she was like i had like a group group thing talking to some people and she's just like there and we're like hey join in because we, we saw that she was like, you know, on the side and didn't know what to do. Like, what do you do? You know, to, what, why are you here and everything? And, you know, she was, it ended up being a great story about why she's there and everything. So to literally just approach a person and say, hi, I'm new. I don't know anybody. Can I talk to you or can I practice networking yeah. or something? You know, it, it's a lot of people, especially at conferences, are aware of the networking and will help you out with that. Uh, a lot of people are there just to network. There are people who go to conferences just to talk to people. Like I like to talk to people, like to listen to people, to talk to people. It's I am outgoing that way. So if anybody sees me at the conference, feel free to approach. <laughs> I I'll, I'll be your first point of contact. And they will say something about your hair, so that could start with you. <laughs> Anything. I I don't think people can miss me. Maybe maybe people don't see the the. the orangey orange on my head right now but uh you really can't miss me in the room <laughs> yeah, yeah so yeah it's basically you know just like uh, do do your own thing and do like you know whatever you think that you want to say say it just say it nobody will judge you for it and know that actually other people are so expecting to yes. someone to join them and ask them because like if nobody's joining them and asking them they need to ask somebody so it's always great to just uh think in this way that actually everybody who is uh at conference is actually there for meeting people definitely for some of these that are not they will yeah. set some boundaries and have some time off but a majority of people is just like there for for expectation of getting to know people and like meeting just like random people or all around the world and i think the best example is just like you and me because yeah. we did yeah we did meet like through a third party basically yeah 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 because I, I approached the i i was in contact with a girl from Serbia that was also going i did not know her we just went in communication because uh, we were in the same in the women in tech slack community I did not know how she looked like or anything. She just asked me some, you know, logistic questions. And then I messaged her on the conference. Are you maybe here? Did you get the visa and everything? She shows up and it's, you're with her. And like, oh, you know, yeah, I remember. But yeah. basically, I didn't know her. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I didn't know any of you three. I just knew <laughs> of the girl. And I was just like, hey, if you're here, I am wearing, uh, I think I was in the Lamborghini shirt or something. I just described what I'm wearing. If you're here, just approach me, you know? And she yeah. did. I, she saw, she, again, not hard to miss. She saw me across the room and you three came and we then started talking and then we shared a room in Brighton. And then oh, I came yeah. to your place, you know, it's 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 how a random You were sleeping here, actually. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> It's the most random thing. We met on the most random conditions at a conference. And now 
we're here. <laughs> yeah. You know. Oh my God. That's so great. That is the be- honestly the best example that we can give out, I think. Yeah. And I'm so glad that we are actually talking about this topic because in the initial call, when we were uh, thinking like, how, what would be like the main topic of the SEO happy hour? And like, we were, and then just like, no, but actually Eva is like synonym for conference. So we can talk about anything else besides the conference because like i mean you're not wrong yeah my my best friend is like another conference really (laughs) another one of my friends is like uh where you're going i'm going here why conference of course it's a conference (laughs) oh my god yeah basically that's the person like that's the conference that's the world that's the eva so like there is no other um uh way to actually present and explain um you like in another world by but there is also one specific about the conferences your specific taste your level pro in this i was experienced that like for many times i have learned how to uh, do this and that is actually how to get a swag at conference so we all want to do this, but we are so afraid, like, oh, how I should approach there. Like, um, if, do they know, like, I'm just like here for a pen or like for a notebook or like anything like that. I'm just so, here for like one talk. Why would I go? It's it's like it's, you're embarrassed to go pick up an item because you're there just like for maybe one talk or just, we're late to the conference. Like, I'm not going to start picking up swag now. So I have experienced that. But can you let people know like how you're doing this? Also, for people who are watching this, feel free to let us know in the comments if you have any questions, any comments, just like saying hi, but you can try to actually start networking here. Just so we will see the comments. I'm still trying to figure out like what would be the best way for doing these streams. So basically people can raise a hand and like they can ask like with a uh, not to buy comments. But if you have any ideas, let me know. This is something that I'm trying to figure out. But for, for now, just like let us in comments. Let us know in the comments if you have any questions, concerns or like any- we said before, questions are best for us to figure out what you need to know yeah or even like bad jokes i really like bad jokes so yeah that is also okay (laughs) so tell us your approach your strategy for approaching a swag at conference well here's a little secret for anybody Um, companies need to bring back those materials back home and the less they have the less heavy is the better for them so (laughs) companies and people at the stands Especially if, like, for example, for Brighton, a lot of people come from London to Brighton and they have to carry it all the way to London, you know. So companies really want to give you that stuff. Of course, they want to promote their product, but also like half of the items they have are there for you to give out, especially stickers. Stickers you can always get from anybody. So basically, that's the main thing. Because I was over uh, at my first conference volunteering. I, I... was care I was I didn't feel like I'm a volunteer I don't know I'm not from the IT world why would I go do anything so I just only like did the the booth the picture booth with my friends and then at the end of the day a lot of the swag was left and one of the organizers back then was like take it and I'm like why because it was left over why why I better give it to you and then carry it back to the office and the next conference I volunteered I was like yeah but the last swag had a lot of cool stuff you know maybe I can get some and I just like, like, hi, can I like, you know, what, what is it? I, I did like the whole thing, you know, what do you have? What do you offer? And then Fury does that. I just figured out if I don't want to hear the sales pitch, I don't have to. Because a lot of the companies, a lot of the people at the stand appreciate honesty. And like, I would just then approach them. It's like, hi, I would like to have this. Do I need to do something or do I just get it? And they would give you an answer because some of the swaggy, of course, have to get by, you know, giving out your email or participating in a quiz. But a lot of the things you can just get, you know, yeah, yeah, sure, take it. And that is like, you know, <clears throat> the best thing. And like uh, this year, like you know, last week at my conference, HeapCon, uh, we did a thing where we had like a uh, passport 
with the people having to uh, that have to collect the stamps from the companies at the booths, all of them. And a lot of the companies were just like, you know, if they see you lingering around, they would be like, do you want the stamp or do you want something else? So that is like, you see, like, really, you can, the, the booths are not, not approachable. They're really approachable. So you can just come, if you want to hear what they have, go ahead. Uh, in often cases, when you come, just you can just come and get the thing you need. And I'll be happy. Uh, if you have to do something, then you can, you know, maybe participate in a game or a quiz or whatever. And a lot of the times when you come to like just get the thing, the, the swag, you might get to talking actually, because uh, I know once I went to just get it was a I think it was a water bottle. Yeah, it was a water bottle uh, at, a, at one of the company booths, and I was like, "Can I do I have to have to do something for this, or do you can you give it up?" Yeah, uh, we're like, "Yeah, sure, you can have it. Just let me give you and just give me everything." Here. I'm like, "Here's my email," and then I just look at something and I was like, "And look, what exactly do you do? The guys do," and they're like, "We're we're this and this," and I'm like. Oh, I actually do need that. Tell me more, you know. So it's uh, really, there is no bad way of approaching it. If you want to hear the sales pitch, go ahead. If you just want the material, just go ahead. If you just want to play, play the game, you know, and not, not hear anything about the copy, but they have something, some game, go ahead or take a picture or whatever. It's not a, companies uh, at conferences know what to expect. They know some people will just, will just be at your booth for swag and some would be to hear out what the tool is or look for a job opportunity it depends on the company so there is no wrong way of approaching it. if you ever feel like i don't know just go for it you don't yeah, have to hear the sales pitch you don't have to do anything and just come like i I really want to have this can i have this or even just going there and like saying nothing just like watching and then yeah. like, they approach you <laughs> That also happens, yeah. I mean, I I know I did that uh, uh, those years ago. I've just been like, look, I I looked at I don't I don't remember what it was, uh, but yeah, I was just standing on the sun looking at a specific thing, being like, oh, that's cool. Oh, I want to have it. Oh, I don't want to approach them. And just working around there, and they were like, you want something? I'm like, I'm just checking out what you have. Go ahead. What do you want? I'm like, I would like that thing. And they were like, okay, go ahead. I'm like, I don't have to do anything or something, you know? And uh, <laughs> yeah. And uh, actually what really helped me because uh, when I was uh, volunteering at Vox Days Belgrade, it's a fully IT conference. And back then, uh, my knowledge of IT was that that was pro IT meant programming. And that was kind of it. IT is uh, laptop. <laughs> basically, IT, IT is, uh, have you tried turning it on and off again? <laughs> You know, so uh, they had a lot of quizzes tailored to people who know things, who know at least to name three languages, three programming languages. And I was like, you know, I really wanted to get something. And I came to a company and I was like, so uh, what do you guys do? What do you have here? And they're like, oh, we have this quiz for developers, software developers. If you want to try it out? Uh, what, what, and what are the prizes? This and I'm like, oh, okay, yeah, I'll try it. I knew nothing, literally nothing, <laughs> literally nothing whatsoever. They're really, really programming questions. And I was like, I maybe should have been honest. I have no idea anything about the programming. And they're like, yeah, we seem to have known this because you didn't know like the some easy question at that point. I don't remember <laughs> what they were. And I was like, yeah, can, can, I mean, you know, and I was like, I have an art history degree, you know. They're like, then what are you doing here? I like this. That is very brave, very good. And they just gave me the thing. Yeah, I survived an IT quiz. Yeah. I survived an IT quiz with literally nothing. It was just like these words or like, what do I do with them? Oh my God, I love it. Yeah, yeah. and the next year actually, because uh, my boyfriend came to a conference and I, one of the companies was just like really strict. So only if you get these question right, right, do you get, it get the, the reward. And I was like, my boyfriend came, I was like, he's a programmer. And I was like, come with me. You're going now to. Now we are having. Yes. And I brought, <laughs> right, I promised them I will bring somebody who knows uh, programming or anything, basically. And they was like, these are easy questions. I was like, shut up and do them. Yeah, <laughs> and you the actually reach the next level. Bring the professional. 
it's an IT conference. You know, if it were an SEO conference or a content marketing conference, and I, I would have been doing that, but I had no idea what Ruby or Java or C++ did. Literally. Yeah, but that's everything is is actually a game, a communication. Just yeah. like have that freedom and like be free to actually start an open conversation with anyone. Doesn't matter like if you are expert in that area or like yeah. you are not. Just like being human and like yeah, I don't know anything, but I just want this. Like, can I get it? You can get like even yes and get it or no and not getting and like that's it like there is no third option yeah and basically like uh, uh you never know like um because i went to it conferences mostly uh i am like semi in the it world because everything uh but at one point i know i approached one uh, booth uh it was uh, like 2019 and i didn't know but they had like also some semi-programming quiz of course i failed it and they were like what exactly do you do i'm like well, I'm switching from like content to SEO. You're like, oh, we have SEO positions. I'm like, do tell, because you never know what might happen. <laughs> just like, even if it's a conference in a field that you have no idea, and you're just there because a your company made you, b you got free tickets or whatever, just use the opportunity. You never know what might happen because a random IT company has an SEO team, and you know, I mean, I didn't go for the job or anything, but like, um. I never expected somebody at an IT conference to even mention the word SEO, you know, but it, mm -hmm. it's there. You know, a lot of companies have unexpected, they may, may be looking for a technical writer, for a content writer, for a social media, for SEO. You never know, you know, if you're not like, you, if you have an opportunity to go to conference, even if it's something that you are scared of, don't know anything about or completely in the, what the fuck, just like go, you know, the worst that can happen is you leave early. And, yeah, you know. <laughs> and go have a coffee with yourself. Yeah, the worst thing because you you don't lose anything. You got the tickets. Maybe maybe if like um, the only obstacle might be your job or anything, but I think most of the companies will give a day off for knowledge improvements and conferences. So like, take the advantage of you having like the ticket and just go see what it is. If you don't find yourself there, or you just can't you know find anything that interests you. It's fine. Just then leave. The worst that can happen is you leave earlier. All right, yes, yes. My next question would be, can we expect some pitches for the one of the next conferences next year from you? I mean, yeah, I recently like did a meetup here in Belgrade, but I also mm -hmm. sent some pitches as well. I really want to um, get into the speaking thing, you know, because everybody's like, uh, you went to so many conferences, we just don't take the stage. And I'm like, oh, okay, hold hold on, let me just get through my conference. But mm -hmm. um, yeah, I, uh, I, uh, I, I love speaking, you know, and uh, the only obstacle I ever had was like a bit of insecurity and a, a bit of um, not being a fan of public speaking. But then when you're put uh, on stage to talk for the people, you know, because uh, last year uh, I've, ne um, I've been a uh, part of PR teams while volunteering in the past. But I've only there was like small things and small, uh, small amounts of people or crowds that I you know, was speaking to. Uh, last year when I organized HeapCon, I was the one doing the opening, so I had to go in front of a lot of IT people and tell them something about a conference they a probably know a lot about more than me probably because it's IT and b like you know just like the whole amount of people there and my mom was like i would not be able to do that and i'm like well, i don't think i am able to do that but uh then i got on the stage uh and i did it with a fellow team member and uh it was like you know people are there they're you know there for reasons so i started like uh doing the opening and uh, the 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 room was very positive and everything so i was like okay cool and then for the uh, entire day and the next day of the conference i was uh, the moderator the announcer however you want to put it in the one uh, in the one of the rooms one of the stages at the conference uh, and i was supposed to always announce uh, a speaker doing a talk in something i've only maybe even maybe maybe heard of in most cases have not heard anything so it really you know, helped me do practice that because if I'm able to announce a person doing 
Kubernetes or something. I think I can give out a talk on something, something I know. And so I actually did um, two months ago, right after Brighton SEO, I did like a meetup for the people in Serbian, which is not my comfort zone. I'm much more better with You're English. Ah, uh, yeah. Totally opposite than me. <laughs> yeah, I'm very, very much more comfortable in English, especially with SEO, because I've only ever worked with SEO things in English. So um, all of my documents are English. All of my uh, my own notes are in English. Uh, so I did it in Serbian. It was, you know, I, but I was a bit anxious because doing it in Serbian is a bit of, you know, I, I've never, I never even knew how to translate half of the things because organic traffic or, you know, search engines translate different. So I was like, and it went well. And right after that, I was like, okay, fuck it. I started, I applied to some conferences, so we'll see. Yeah. And the moment between like, no, I will not apply. I don't have like anything to say. I'm not the expert. Like definitely there are like so many people who are better and like more uh, bigger like uh, experts than me. And the moment when you are actually applying, like what what is happening? Can you share some thoughts? Yeah, basically like... Uh... What helped me a lot was I did the women in tech uh, cohort uh, sessions about this exact thing. Well, more of uh, getting my confidence a bit bit higher because uh, it was non-existent. Uh, and one of the aspects we did was like applying to uh, events and conferences. She was like, what's the worst thing you happen? You don't do it. You get rejected. You don't do it. So at that time, after the... Uh, those sessions, mentoring sessions, and everything. I there was a conference that was approaching deadline, and I was like all in my head thinking, uh, "Oh, I, I want to apply because I promised my mentor I would apply." <laughs> Big mistake on my part. So I had to apply because I had like I had to have had proof if she asked for it. You know, <laughs> I don't want to be that person. Uh, and uh, I was like, "What do I apply? What do I do? What do I?" And the more I thought, the more the closer the deadline was. So I ended up applying on the last day with something I knew was not going to pass. I knew it because I've, I've spent so many days just up here and not down here doing the work and researching or structuring my talk. So I sent a picture that is completely bleh. I know I would have rejected myself. I do the call for papers as well for HeapCon and I know and I see how people pitch and I know I know how to pitch. But at that moment, it was so last minute, I just did not know how to do anything. I barely know how, knew how to press the keyboard or anything. And I, I knew I was going to reject it. And when the email came, I was like, yeah, yeah, I knew this. So this year, after doing my own call for papers for HeapCon, I was like, I can do this. I just need time to structure it. So uh, I got out of my head and started like, what were some of the things that uh, I learned or have at my work that I can maybe share with others that I wish I would have known? Because uh, I think uh, at Brighton SEO in April, a lot of, I had a lot of oh moments. And I was like, I can, I think I had like, a, I had a lot of oh moments at work. Maybe somebody needs an O moment from one, one of my O moments. So I started like writing down possible things and possible challenges I faced, possible kind of technical issues I faced, and just structuring the talk and uh, just fucking clink send. Yeah. But this is so hard to actually go there and yeah. click that send. Oh, yeah. Especially because Google now, uh, if you're using a Google form, it saves you so you can come back to it later. <laughs> Uh, let, needless to say, it was open on my computer for, I think, 10 days. And I, I, each time I, I uh, turned on my computer, I had to see it. I had to go through it. It was into my tabs. I would not close it. Google would save my progress. So it made clicking the send button even harder because it was there. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, hey, I have it filled out. I'll send it later. Send it now, people. Send it now. Yeah. Trust me. And are we applying for an next Brighton SEO? I am, of course. I'm yes, trying. you yeah. are. Yeah, the same. I, I, I heard some great speaker there and some person who really encouraged me to go out to speaking. Oh, look, it's you. Did I? 
Yeah. Oh, I can't remember. I wanted to say actually now. So you did before before your talk and after your talks, and even your whole uh, performance during your talk was so nice. I didn't know yeah. that. I wanted to force you now to promise me to to apply for brightness. You thought of all these people. Nice guy. No pressure whatsoever. No, I, I, I love it. I love it. <laughs> no, I applied already with one talk. Uh, nice. to, uh, Finger crossed. If we don't pass, we will apply with another talk. So that's that's the thing. Yeah, yeah, definitely. The worst no thing that happens, you get the rejection email and you just like move on from it. You know, I mean, it is devastating to get the email that your talk wasn't good enough, but it doesn't mean it doesn't have to be like that. And I know this because I was the one rejecting people as well. I had like uh, over over one hundred people apply to heap call for papers and i was the one who had to send out the mm -hmm. yes you got in or no you didn't the mails and uh i know that they didn't get rejected because well it was like terrible it's like no just uh, there are a limited number of spots and the talk did not fit in there and plus like last year uh one of the people i rejected i emailed back because we had a cancellation due to some personal things and i emailed one of those people back saying hey we had a cancellation and your talk was the best one uh you know uh, that didn't made it uh, basically like on the list or something are you able to do it do you still want to do it and he said yes so you never know uh, the worst that can happen is you get a no and then you know nothing happens and the best part is you can get a yes or a maybe or get called afterwards um and you don't have to feel so devastated once you get the note. It's just like limited number of spots, conference, especially like for example, Women in Tech SEO, mm -hmm. it has so little spots because it's a one day conference, one trend conference. It's a great one. And they're just like, you know, they're four session with three talks. So there are 12 talks they accept. And I imagine the Rage has like 200 applications in her, you know, in, yeah. in her Google Forms. So, you know, not, some have to get rejected and it's nothing personal nothing about you about your knowledge or your skill level it's just about the number of spots and you know the the rating of the talks yeah and i think that word of rejection is just like people are taking that seriously because like it's it's not about you actually it's just about the topic for some reason like it's not good fit for yeah that talk maybe next year maybe another conference is perfect fit but just like in that moment and if you're getting rejected like just go with a different topic and that's it and if you ever like this is like something that i can tell from a perspective of somebody organizing the call for papers you can ask for feedback you know uh if you get rejected you can oh, ask why right. and if the person uh in most cases will tell you uh yeah you we thought your talk was great but we found some of them better so that's where we had to go with others or they will tell you look you had a good idea but then go with it properly you need to like do something about it you need to maybe more de go into detail or something so you can ask for feedback if you need it mm -hmm. i've had people ask for feedback uh and my in my call for papers saying like okay was it something i said or something i didn't say, say? and i'm like just like you know i i gave uh, i give them an, uh, the answer to that i give them like as much as i can close to the feedback you know yeah that's actually that that is a great idea so yeah. whenever like you feel yeah whenever like feeling you know you can always i mean most people depending really on the conference big conferences like you know i don't know web summit or something might not be able to because uh, there's a lot of things you have to do for a conference honestly <laughs> let me tell you there is a lot of things to do for a conference but um you know you doesn't hurt to email back and say hi thank you for letting me know is there any specific feedback you have for me so i can make it better for next year and that's it you get it or you don't get it like yeah if you don't get it then you know you're back to the same point and most cases really a lot of us who do the call for papers uh when we have the time we will you know maybe it won't be right away maybe it won't be that week it will be next month because you know there's a lot of things to do but i think most of us will take the time to you know just even write one sentence of feedback that will mean something to you yes nice i love this i love this 
And yeah. also, it's the perks of organizing the conference and doing the everything. That gets the level pro that I was looking for. So that is all we need. I mean, I just like did. I did finish a conference in three days ago, four days ago. I don't know how it's. It's still fresh. I mean, yeah. Um, if anybody sees the uh, my eyes or anything, it's because I've, I haven't had a night of sleep ever since. No, actually, I, it was, good, good. Uh, filters, anything. Yeah, but um, I mean, there's a lot of aspects to organizing conferences. And uh, also, if you ever feel like the conference was super great, just give the people that organized it, you know, that info as well. Because uh, uh, it's really like, yeah, I don't get, during the conferences I organize, I don't get to attend I have no um, idea what's happening. I am in my area of what I do. I am with the speakers. I am with the stage. You know, so you know, uh, we're not we're human. So everything you want to ask uh, ask us or everything you want to know from us, we'll give out that info. You know, stop the organizer. If you see like an organizer at the conference, you can stop them if they have at the time. You can send out a message or an email. You know. Anything, you know, we're always open for uh, communicating with the community of people who came to our conferences. Yeah, any info, any feedback is actually great for you, even like positive or constructive, so you yeah. can get even better for the next year. Exactly. <clears throat> if you feel like something is missing out, you should people let people know that because, you know, that will only help them improve the next year's version and for you to enjoy next year better, maybe. Yeah, yeah, that's... Thanks for sharing us so we know. So we are, we are watching like these conference in a kind of like in different perspective, at least like for me that I yeah. used to it. So um, thank you so much. Before we are closing this and uh, definitely if we are having any, any comments, let us know. Um, is there anything that you would like to share or highlight that I didn't mention? Uh, anything you think it's beneficial? Honestly, I have no idea, but maybe like uh, all rounding it up, especially for people watching this that are going to go to their first conference or went to a first conference and didn't know what to do is um, get out of your comfort zone, get out of your head, uh, approach anybody, approach somebody uh, and just like talk to people, you know, don't just be in your by yourself alone. That's the that, that'll just feel you more alone than you actually are. There's a room full of people willing to communicate with you. And also, maybe like this, this, I just remember this. Don't be afraid to approach the speakers with questions. Mm, and also, yeah, that. yeah. And also, don't be afraid to ask the speakers while their session is going out questions. Um, of course, if you're shy and don't want to expose yourself, you can always come approach them later. But also, like every conference uh, has emphasizes if they have but almost all of them have a QA section and you know that is the place where you uh, ask questions and the speakers want that really if there's no better thing of somebody uh, asking a question because a they know you listened they b they know that you care and c you made them wonder something and they, they might you know get something from that and if you're if you're a bit shy to ask in public, then always find the speaker afterwards. Uh, they are willing to share the knowledge. They're willing to discuss, uh, like uh, the connection of with you. I I met I uh, met so many people who were speaking at Brighton, just by pushing. Oh, I listened to your talk. Great. I'm like I, I'm wondering if I can do if this is this or this is that. Or I've seen people at HeapCon as well. Uh, one of the speakers I had, I know she met so many people who were asking her so many questions and she loved it. She really yeah. loved it because it helps her uh, hear something and learn something and it helps her know what to deliver in her next talk maybe. Yeah. So don't be afraid. Speakers are not, not, not they're human. They're not, not, they're not, they're approachable. They're very friendly in a lot of cases and they will welcome any discussion any questions anything really yeah and it's the same when i was uh giving a speak and brighton seo like basically just like 
tell me of just like any comments, any questions, uh, how was it? Uh, what did you expect? Uh, anything, just like anything, definitely like any speaker is interested in that, like, because definitely we are doing this. We want to uh, get feedback, knowledge. Get yeah. questions we would like to answer. So that is why we are doing all this. So. Honestly, like I, whenever, whenever I, when I was in college or later, because uh, I did some conferences while I was in my field of study all those years ago, and even before that, I work much better if I have questions. And like, for example, maybe this will help people out this little tiny story. When I did this meetup um, two months ago, I forget which month we were in, in September, let's go with that, in September. Uh, I did my talk, I did everything, yeah, and afterwards people had so many questions. I was like, holy shit, people love this, you know, and I was like, okay, got out of my head. And then one person asked a question, uh, and it was about Google penalties, which I did not include in my presentation because I forgot. And in mid everything, I was like, that should have been on my presentation. Thank you. It really yeah. helped me, you know, improve what I needed to put as well. I answered his question, then, you know, giving out like what I would say if it were my presentation, but it really like, helped me. Oh, yeah, that, that, that should have been good to have here. Yes, thank you. <laughs> yeah, so it's a win win for both sides. Yeah, definitely. Okay. Any Anything else? I think I would like to uh, give you some space. If we have like any questions, no questions, yes questions. If you have any ideas how I can actually have this platform streaming so actual people can uh, come and like tell us questions, not just like uh, doing this. And I think I just realized that uh, we don't, we haven't go uh, on YouTube live. <laughs> I have no idea like what happened because I linked that with this <laughs> and it was just LinkedIn. So. I just realized that like a couple of minutes ago. So, but yeah. I will put that. All right, Eva. Thank you so much for doing this. You're welcome. We have it's learned a pleasure. And pleasure is mine as well. So I think people will be able to learn and like get a lot of information what is needed to go to the next conference, to know how to network, to how to get a swag and to get actually very kind of like valuable information, even like on the conference and like even from this talk. So thank you so much and uh, have a great night. You too. If anybody has anything, I'm always on my LinkedIn. Less on Twitter, more on LinkedIn, but I get notification anyway. So feel free to, you know, reach out because I know from my own perspective how it can be, you know, I, I never thought I would go to this many conferences in one year, let alone even one, you know. So I know how it can, can be overwhelming. So please, like, with me, any, any, not, not, nobody has to, like, be afraid of approaching me. I am everywhere, anywhere, and very approachable. <laughs> and I will also put your LinkedIn profile so people can find you. Yeah. All right. So... Thank you so much. And um, I hope I will see you maybe in one of the next year episodes with a different topic. I am, yeah, I, I would be happy. I know. I'm here. <laughs> Great. All right. Thank you all. And um, see you in the next SEO Happy Hour episode.